Hello. Hi, how are you? It's me, Danny Tan, leadership and career coach. And if you are joining in, this is Latina Career Connect with Latina Professionals. I am your coach. And today we are talking about career transitions, empowering your next chapter. So we'll talk about career pivots, building out a network and all of those amazing things. If you are tuning in, let me know where you're tuning in from. Where are you visiting from? Where are you watching from? And also, what are you looking forward to learning about today's workshop, today's session? Just know that today's session is pre-recorded. I'm at a conference today. Today's the day that it's being uh, played and going live. So this has been recorded in advance in order to make sure we can serve up our weekly sessions together. Any comments or questions, go ahead and comment away, question away. And what I'll do is at the end of this week, I will make sure to reply back to any questions that came up. I've also dropped into the comment section for the event, how to connect with me. So that way we're able to stay connected, even if I'm not quite here live today on this Wednesday. Amazing. So go ahead, comment it up, and I will go ahead and start to kick off today's session. Alrighty. So today's session is about career transitions, empowering your next chapter with me, Danny Tan, leadership and career coach. So a little bit about me. I'm a coach for primarily women of color. If you are the first or one of few in your space and you're ready to pivot careers, get promoted, expand your leadership skills or find your voice, I'm here to help you. Over the last decade plus, I've honed my own personal pr promotion skills to grow into the first generation Asian Latina leader that I am today. I'm first generation to graduate college in my immediate family, to be born in the United States. I am Puerto Rican, Filipino, and Chinese very proudly, and I've learned to turn conversations into job opportunities, which has allowed me to change careers across so many industries, you name it, public relations, sales, merchandising, e-commerce, all while achieving 11 promotions in 11 years. So just know, just because you are the first, or you may be the first, or one of few in your space, it does not mean you need to do it alone. There's so much power in community and role models. And that's we're here to build today. So just know that this is a safe and welcoming space. If you are here, this is for you, you are in the right place. And welcome to today's content. So we're going to talk about tools for changing careers, tools for, you know, transitioning careers, and building out a network that can help support that. So in our two phases today, we're going to talk about phase one, how to prepare for a career change, how to prepare for potentially a pivot in careers, right? And then phase two will be how to prepare to build a network to help support that. So when you're making that transition, you feel as though you have the support system or community available to you. So phase one, preparing for that pivot, preparing for that career change, for that transition. There are five things that I think are very, very important. So the first part is your mindset, right? Where is your mindset at when it comes to a career transition, a career change, or a pivot? There's so many things that kind of can come into play. It can be, oh my gosh, I can't do it. I don't have the experience. I don't have the credentials. I don't have the certificate. I'm not sure if I can do it. I need to just stay where I am. It's going to be a lot of work. So the biggest thing is to check in with where you are mindset wise, where, where's your, where's your head at? Essentially, do you feel like there's a lot of drama kind of storming up and you're kind of stopping yourself before you even get there? If that's the case, just hold tight, acknowledge that and try to not allow it to hold you back. Just think that when you're preparing to pivot, 
a great way to start that process is by connecting with those who have been in that experience and can help you. So I like to say, don't overthink it when we're preparing to pivot and utilizing the skill of networking in order to help us. Just think of it as saying hello and being able to identify and find a support system that can help support you while you're going through these changes. The next piece is have an ultimate goal, right? What is your goal when it comes to your career transition or your pivot? Are you looking to break into a brand new industry, a brand new role? Are you gunning for a specific company that really, really is desirable to you, right? Are you looking to make a transition so you can have, you know, more flexibility, be able to be home more? Or are you looking to increase your salary? Are you looking to have better benefits? Are you looking to learn and grow in a new space by having access to new programs or systems or training? So understand what is your goal of your career transition, because by having a goal, it really helps you keep a North Star of, okay, what are the things that I'm doing? And are they supporting the goal overall, right? Because when we're doing these kinds of changes, so many things are coming down the pipeline of what you can do, and it gets really overwhelming and overbearing. So when you have a goal, it helps try to focus and narrow down where you need to be, right? The next piece is homework. So once you have your goal, right? Let's say you want to move to a new industry, move to a new role, and you know where you want to go. The next piece is doing your homework, right? So it's really, really, really important to research either the company that you're going after, the role that you're going after, the industry that you're going after, and understand, right? What are they looking for? What are the skills that they're looking for? What are the traits they're looking for? Any certificates? The next piece is, okay, let's take inventory. Let's take stock on what your skills are what your strengths are, what your accomplishments are. When you can take inventory on what your accomplishments, skills, and strengths are, and you can also identify what is required of those roles, industry, and spaces, you can start to figure out where is there a gap that might need to be filled and where is there overlap, right? And that's super, super important. It's okay to have gaps because that helps us provide information of where we might need to research some more. But also, it's great to see where there's overlap because you start to see, oh my gosh, wait a minute, making this change is not that crazy. I actually have a lot of skills that can transfer over to this role that I'm looking for, which is really, really empowering and really, really confident confidence building, which is an amazing thing to have. And so it's really, really great because not only is it great for that piece, but it'll be really great when you get into the interview community and networking building process because you'll be able to go ahead and communicate that because you've done your homework and you have that in your back pocket. Number four, I just kind of, I kind of just jumped in there. It's also communicating your value, right? So if you're able to understand how those skills and strengths overlap with the role, company, or industry of interest, you can show how you already have so many great things about you that you can bring to the table for these roles, uh, companies, interests, interviews, networking chats, all of that great stuff. Great. So the next piece is number five. Whenever you're trying to make a transition, whenever you're trying to make a jump. It's super, super helpful to have some kind of outreach plan so you can start building a network, a community that will help support you during this transition, right? When we are the first or one of few to break into a space, or at least one of the first or few that we know that are going to go into this space, it makes it easier when we have role models or representation that allows us to see what is possible, right? So I love to make an outreach plan with my clients every single time it's always default mode it doesn't matter what kind of thing we're doing if it's getting a promotion salary negotiation becoming a leader breaking into an industry we always have some kind of networking outreach plan 
And how do we do this, right? So you want to either, and within our ladder of options here, you either are going to know someone within your network. Maybe you have no idea no one in your network, you're the first one to do this. That's totally fine. Then you want to identify either industry leaders. You want to identify role models that potentially maybe have more tenure or more experience in that role or industry. You want to understand if there are employers as in companies that you're super interested in. And that way you can create your plan of who do you need to chat with? Who do you have the conversations with? So you can start to do additional job research as well as potentially to job referrals, right? So building out your, your outreach plan of your ladder of who do you know within your network? Who do you know that could be a leader, industry leader, or a role model, or a future employer? Great. So then we go to phase two, which is preparing to network, right? So you've already done your homework of, you know, where is your mentality currently at? What is your goal? Identifying and doing the homework of what your transferable skills are. Identifying and doing the homework of where your gaps might be. And then building out what your outreach plan could look like in order to build a community to help you support your transition into that new role, career, industry, etc. So what I like to say is our homework here would be identify three to five people on your outreach plan. Three to five people that you can connect with. And I say three to five people because I don't want it to be overbearing. I don't want it to be overwhelming. Find those three to five people and you want to reach out to them. And how would you select who to meet with? It's either based off of their industry. Maybe that was interesting to you, that they're an industry that you want to break into. Maybe their career path is really fascinating to you. Maybe their role, their company, et cetera. But understand what is your goal of that connection? What are you looking to learn from that conversation? So know that whenever we're networking or building community, it's okay. Just think of it as you were just saying hello and you were just curious about who that person is and want to get to know more about them. It makes it so much easier when you're actually trying to initiate conversations with people who you are truly interested in and excited about. So for example, if you are gunning for a specific company that you want to work at and you want to learn more about that company and you're looking to break into that company, you would go to LinkedIn and search for that company profile page, look at the employees that currently work there and reach out to them and just say, hey, you work at X, Y, and Z company. I think this company is so cool. I currently work at this company. I'm looking to learn more about yours and your experience there. I love to connect for 15, 20 minutes and just say hello and learn about your experience. That's it. Super chill because at the end of the day, all you want to do is learn from them. Now, let's say it's not about a company, but maybe it's about a role that you want to break into. So same thing. You would look for folks who have that exact job title. So let's say it's uh, a marketing manager or a sales director. You would search for people who have marketing manager in their title or sales director in their title. You go ahead and message them and just say, hey, love your experience. Came across your profile. I'm currently in this industry. I'm looking to actually break into your industry and have a similar role within yours. I'd love to learn about your experience and your background and how you got into what you're doing today and what's made you successful. People love to help. It's super, super, super amazing how people are just so open to helping and sharing their experience. And the thing is, if they don't, it's okay too. There's so many people in the world, there's so many people on LinkedIn that um, no matter, it's, it's okay to be okay. People just don't reply, but know that there'll always be someone there at the end of the day who will reply and be able to make those connections. And it's just really flexing a muscle and practicing. So just give it a go. The next piece is outreach. How are you planning on doing it? Do you want to send an email? Do you want to message on LinkedIn? What is the best way to do that? And so I am a big, big proponent of LinkedIn. Clearly, 
I love it. And so I would always recommend just messaging someone on LinkedIn, either when you're doing adding them as a request or sending them a note and just make an adjustable, you know, intro. If that seems overwhelming to make it customized to every single person, just try to tweak it each one. I always say the same thing again. It's saying, hi, hello, love your experience. Would love to chat and learn more. And it's just super easy because you're excited about that person truly because you've done the research and you want to talk to them. The next piece is have your highlight reel ready, right? So if you're going to be talking to someone about you, your experience, um, what you're looking to do, the career transition or change or pivot you're trying to make, make sure you've practiced what you want to talk about and what your background is and how your skills transfer over, right? We didn't do that homework for nothing. So you want to go ahead and practice being able to introduce yourself say what industry or role you're in currently and the role and industry you're looking to go into. You can say, I've been doing some homework. It looks like I have some skills that can transfer over X, Y, and Z, but I'm also concerned or want to learn more about these gaps that I think that I see. I think I might have a gap in X, Y, and Z. Would love to hear more about your experience and your thoughts. They can share about their experience. They can share about their thoughts. And then they can even chime in on what they think could work for transferable skills for you based on what you shared. Or they could even share their advice on the gaps you think you might have. You might say, I have a gap because I've never worked in X, Y, and Z platform or program. And they might say to you, oh my gosh, that's actually not a gap at all. I learned it on the job. Don't even worry about it. That will help you know going into inter interviews that it really might not be that big of a gap at all and that you can actually talk through it. They might say, actually, this one thing you can't learn on the job. I would recommend taking you know, either a training or programming in X, Y, and Z, you know, company and it's no big deal. So it really gives you feedback of if you do feel like you have gaps, these conversations can help you figure out how to fill the gaps, either on the job, either through a workshop, either through additional certifications. And that way you can understand how big or small your gap is, which helps you build confidence and understanding and removes the unknown when you're going into job interviews. Number four, questions. The same thing is highlight reel, right? So if you're ready to pitch yourself and you're going to talk to yourself and draw the connections and the lines of what is transferable what versus what is a gap versus what you're looking to do and what you want to learn about them, you best better have questions ready for your interviewer. You don't want this to be an interrogation. You don't want to drill them with lots of questions, but you definitely want to make sure that you're prepared and you've done your homework and you've shown that you've done that because, you know, time is so precious. And so if someone's willing to give it you 15, 20, 30 minutes of their time, you want to make sure you're just going in prepared. And of course, I don't even have this included, but always say thank you at the end and always say send a little thank you know after because it really does mean a lot when you can thank someone for their time. Um, time is precious. So we want to be grateful for the times that we can connect and build community. Great. So just to recap, we said phase one when it comes to preparing for a career transition or change is check in with your mind. Where are you at? Give yourself a little, uh, you know, tune in to what's going on. Number two is have an ultimate goal. What is your ultimate goal for your career transition? Do you want to have a promotion, higher salary? Do you want to break into a new industry, break into a new role? What are you looking to do? Number three is do your homework. Take inventory on what your accomplishments are, your skills, your strengths. Have that down. Put it on paper if you need to. And make sure you research what it is you're looking to do and what those requirements are for those roles, companies, or industries of interest. And where is the overlap? So number four, communicating your value. Where do you overlap? And then where the gaps are as well. Number five, create your outreach plan. Create your ladder of who you can connect with and outreach with. Do you have people within your inner circle? Do you have people in your extended circle? Are there 
you know, industry leaders you can work with, role models you can work with, future employers you can work with in order to gain more insight. Then phase two, we talked about preparing to network, building that community in order to help support you during a transition. Identify three to five people you can connect with and understand what you can talk about and gain from those conversations, whether it's understanding and learning about their career path, learn more about that industry, learn about that role. Hey, maybe you thought you liked X, Y, and Z industry, and you're like, OMG. After this combo, no thank you. That will help redirect you into the right transition. Number two is outreach. How are you going to outreach? Do you want to do email, LinkedIn, figure out what works for you, whether it's editing it down to a script that makes it more manageable or customizing each one. Find what works for you. It's all just trial and error until you can make connections that feel natural to you. Number three, have your highlight reel. So be ready to pitch yourself. You know, what is it that you do, your background, where you're looking to go, and what you want to talk about. And number four, make sure you have those questions ready. Amazing. So hopefully you found this helpful. Uh, if any kind of questions or thoughts came up for you, go ahead and drop them in the comment section. And I will go ahead and make sure I reply to them by the end of this week. Uh, super, super amazing to again, host this weekly series. And just so you want to know if you're like, okay, I'm coming to these weekly workshops and I'm connecting and asking questions and learning things, but you want to work with me specifically in a bigger way. How can we work together? There's a couple things. So Number one, who do I work with? I work with women of color leaders who are the first or one of few in their space who are ready to take charge of their careers. How do I help you? I help by empowering you to turn conversations and job opportunities so you can network your way to any job you want. And why do I do this? Because representation and role models matter so much. They equal power and possibility. And my goal is for you to be in a six-figure and two-seat role. So there's two ways that I work with um, women of color on a bigger scale outside of workshops. So one, is six month private one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, that's career and leadership coaching. So it can help you with so many different things, whether it's how to get a promotion, negotiate salaries, um, career pivots, career changes, all of that jazz, how to become a leader, how to be seen as a leader. I work with uh, my clients one-on-one -on -one for six months. And then the second way is workshops and speaking engagement. So I work with a lot of conferences, um, ERG leaders, companies in general to bring them different speaking topics, workshop topics, and help to elevate more for our community additional education. So if you're looking to connect with me in a bigger scale well for private coaching or with um, you know conferences and workshops and speaking engagements, go ahead and see the link in the comments. And there is more information on that, but feel free to message me and reach out and connect with me. Super, super amazing again today. And so thank you so much. And thank you for joining the Latino Professionals community. Feel free to stay connected and say hello. I'm here every single Wednesday um, on LinkedIn via LinkedIn Live. And thank you so much. Have a good one.